welcome back to the first episode of 2022. I mean, not welcome back. Sorry. Oh, see, I'm glad that you said it because I was going to say the wrong year for sure. Okay. So how about, how, about, how about you worry about what year it is? <laughs> I'll do and I'll introduce the episode. <laughs> when you that. catch up, you can meet me back here. Yeah. When you get to 2022, we'll start. <laughs> <laughs> beginning of the Um, beginning of the year humor is really funny to me because like I I love that like first two weeks or like even the first month in a year when people say like this is my favorite thing of the year and I'm like it's January 3rd (laughs) you like when people are like on New Year's Eve when they're not gonna see you they're like see you next year no that's that's the that's the most played out joke that joke that joke was like in the first book of jokes like in in 1 ad but like bc is kind of more (laughs) no no bc is kind (laughs) of more confusing because it's like see you last year because it's going down right okay that's true (laughs) but it wouldn't be okay anyway and time works backwards (laughs) they actually start at december (laughs) enough (laughs) year humor (laughs) oh man well yeah it's been a minute no it's been a year (laughs) It's been a year. We haven't even released an episode this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, welcome back. So good so far. 2022. Jackie. It's, it's been so good so far, honestly. How's it been? Okay, yeah, tell me more. How's your year been going? How, how have things been since we last recorded? Oh, God. I don't even know. It's been like a month. Yeah. I mean, I guess that I just want to start off by saying that we kind of had to take a hiatus because it of a work tragedy that happened. Just something really traumatic happened. And I kind of had to take some time off for mental health reasons. And it kind of just turned into a longer hiatus than I think both of us really expected. But it was nice, I think. Yeah. And then it was like the holidays and all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we just kind of ended up taking like a longer break. Yeah. I think that if it, that had happened in like a July month, something like that. July month. Also known as July. If it had happened in July, it would have been like maybe a week or two. But because it happened around the holidays, like really close to taking time off work and all that, I think it kind of just like made it really hard to get back into the flow of it. Yeah, I already used up all my dental benefits for the year by getting um, my wisdom teeth surgery out. And I have like four less wisdom teeth. And um, I'm just not smart. Not as wise as you used to be. 2022, less wise, Mm -hmm. Jackie. Mm -hmm. Well, and then, you know, the classic, like, New Year's resolutions that I've already Mm -hmm. failed, basically. Who hasn't? I mean, honestly, which which will which we're going to get more into talking about all of our all the New Year things. This is our New Year episode, even though all of your other favorite podcasts did their new year's episode last week we didn't want to do it at the same time as everybody because that's just like embarrassing honestly uh we wanted to give time for the intentions to set yeah exactly like now this week you're like i'm kind of off i'm getting off the new year train and we're here to get you right back on so (laughs) we're we're here to hit you right back with that train yeah (laughs) it's january 1st again basically okay anyway I, um, what what have you been up to? Yeah. I'm trying to think of some life updates. I mean, lots of things I feel like have happened since we last recorded. It was the holidays and 
I was just working. I didn't really take any time off, but I've just been working, honestly, working and uh, trying to figure my life out. I've just been, you know, thinking about the new year, really just working, thinking about what this year might hold for me. I guess you never really know, but we're going to talk about some of our uh, hopes and dreams, 2022 hopes and dreams. So um, do you have any recommendations? Yeah, exactly. Uh, have you been watching anything, reading anything? Do you have any content recs for 2022? How are, how are people going to start out their year? Oh, um, okay. Well, first of all, cut out all forms of media. Not even reading? Cut <laughs> <laughs> no. all of them out. Don't do anything. Eat, sleep, and exercise. That's all you do. That's That's Jackie's. 2022 new year's resolution eat sleep exercise so you stay healthy um that's how you keep your mind unpoisoned yeah unpoisoned by all those books and nature and (laughs) social interactions (laughs) i've been reading a lot uh i'm reading this book right now called the invisible life of Addie larue have you heard that one i've never read it but i've heard of it you've read it it's pretty good it's like um about this this girl who kind of has a curse over her and she can't leave like a mark on the world and like you know if someone leaves a room they just forget her immediately so she like is doomed to like only live in the present she can't do anything for the future she can't like rent an apartment because they'll forget that she lives there she can't like get a job because they will forget she works there is it based in present day or present day like they're gonna say is it based on real life (laughs) based on a true story i think this is me <laughs> true story no she like is also immortal so the story takes place partly in the 1700s and then partly in the 2014 era which honestly let's be real was a full era tumblr, full era. tumblr. Hats, skater skirts I, this anytime anyone talks about like the 2011 to 2015 era the first thing they say is Tumblr. Did Tumblr really have that big of an effect? A hundred percent. Did you ha- you had a Tumblr? Yeah, I had a Tumblr, but like that's not all I thought about. It was like the Tumblr aesthetic. You know what like, I wish? You know what I wish they they did? I wish that I wish they had like a Spotify wrapped for your brain, where like <laughs> where like <laughs> like this year you thought about Tumblr for. 433 hours or something like that you know oh you mean like for your thoughts yeah I guess I was thinking about like Spotify wrapped but for your entire life just like your entire year oh. wrapped no you know, like you, you spent this many you hours do that. they have that you just have to die it really flashes before your eyes it's called life wrapped it's your entire <laughs> life wrapped okay here's the actual bummer is that <laughs> the one thing you guys are going to miss that's going to go in the vault forever is the fire intro that we did for the episode we're going to release next week. We recorded it at the beginning of December, mid-December, and then we were unable to release it at the time. And so we had this intro and we talked all about our Spotify wrapped because it was like hot at the time, you know, that was a hot topic. Now, of course, it's not really, but it was so funny maybe one day we'll just release that intro or we can just release it and um be like like at the beginning I can just add something it's like hey guys this um is a really dated intro but we thought it was really funny so we're just gonna leave it up there yeah 
people probably won't care. Yeah, I don't think they'll care. Our fifty less listeners. Work. Our fifty <laughs> listeners. They're like, I can't believe you guys are like. This is not content. adding up. <laughs> not new content. Anyway, yeah, I wish that you had a uh, Spotify wrapped for your each year, so then you could be like, oh, this year you were really into this thing, and you spent this much time with this person. That, that actually could be tracked. <laughs> you just have to write every single so, thought into thinking, a journal. You're thinking like 20 thoughts at one time. You like are. I've, I just talked to Bryce about this. He he was like, mine doesn't do that. He was like, yours is like, um, it's like a second voice in your head or whatever. And I'm like, it's like there's a person up there just like talking all the time. That's how yeah, my thoughts like are. Always, he yeah. was like, that's not, that's not how it is for him he something just like an action just pops into his brain he's like shower and then he pictures the shower and then he goes and showers bryce is such an enigma i have to say he should be studied i know he should be studied (laughs) sometimes he because we were talking about that and then like right after that he like said the wisest thing i've ever heard he is all over the board all over the map does not stay on message in any way um amazing <laughs> consistent not a consistent at all <laughs> um okay so you're reading that book mm-hmm. I um oh my god okay do you ever just like find a dream and <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry that when that came out of my mouth I realized that didn't really make much sense but like okay so January 1st, I watched Knives Out, which is, like, my favorite movie. Yeah. Pretty much. It's, like, probably my number one favorite movie. Like, yeah. The this acting isn't is the first incredible. time you've ever talked about it on the podcast. This isn't the first time? No. No. Oh, God, I love it. The acting is incredible. <laughs> exactly. The story is awesome. Um, the vibes are just immaculate. Mm-hmm. It's, like, all around just an excellent film, and I watched it again, and it not only did it hold up, but it was even better than the last time that I watched it. Yeah, the next day... Bryce and I go on a walk and we pass this like really beautiful building kind of kind of close to his house and it kind of looks like Icelandic architecture do you know you know the vibe Mm -hmm. um like very dark colored but like very clean looking modern architecture Mm -hmm. inside is just beautiful I'm like oh my god I want to work for this company it was like an office and I was just like, wow, this company is just like so beautiful on the inside. I'm like, this is exactly the kind of place that I'd want to work. I don't know what they do, but get me in. I want to sign up. Mm-hmm. I go on their website. It's a graphic design company. Mm-hmm. They design the typography and graphics for Knives Out. Wow. What are the odds? I know. What are the odds actually? That's actually so crazy. I know. You should and I was, work there. I was like, I want to work for this company so bad. And they offer internships. And I'm like, I do need to do an internship for my for my degree. And I'm like, mm-hmm. going to reach out to them and be like, I just really want to do this. And I love your guys' work. And yeah, I just, yeah. You know, when you just like things come together like that and you're like, God, mm-hmm. I want this thing so bad. Yeah. A hundred percent. You're like, wait, please, please let this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's my other recommendation is finding your true passion in life. Um, <laughs> it's oh, not knives, knives out, out, guys. <laughs> knives out too, but 
Um, I have a couple, well, okay. I have a couple of recs, a couple of life updates that I forgot about. So we did an episode about holiday traditions, like, or not even holiday, like winter traditions back like a few, couple months ago. And I actually did start a new tradition on Christmas where everyone in my family, we all like made an appetizer and then we voted on it, but we actually didn't end up voting on them because, Paige was like kind of sick. Um, it was, yeah, it was a new tradition. We might do it again next year. What that was our you, trial. What did you make? I made this like Christmas tree. It's like a pastry dough. Like you have a dough and you have one layer and then you put this like spinach cream cheese like spread in between and then you put another layer on top and it's shaped in a triangle like a tall like a, triangle, oh, like a tree, it's like a tree. And then so you like, like a cut paste tree, a pastry pastry. Exactly. <laughs> it was fun. I'd say that very loosely. It was an experience, but that was good. And then the other life update I had was on New Year's Eve. We went over to my sister and brother-in-law's house and they were having a little get together. My mom and my stepdad went over there. And me and my sister were like pretty lit, obviously. And we were drinking espresso martinis and stuff. And we were like, oh, we should take a shot. And my mom was like, oh, I've never taken a shot before. Never taken a shot in her life. Ever. Ever. Oh, my God. We made her take her first shot. Not made That's her. actually impressive. It's crazy. She's never even been drunk. I was like, what? when have you been? She was like, I've been drunk. I've been drunk. I was like, when? She's like, I had a margarita on an empty stomach once. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, go off, mom. You're right. You would feel kind of lit from that. Not like drunk by any means. But if I had a full mark with no food in my stomach, I'd be a little buzzy. But if you also don't drink very much. And you never know. And you don't know what it really feels like to be drunk, which like the feeling of being drunk is terrible. Like actually, once yeah. you get drunk, you're like, this is yeah. terrible. And subsequently, this, this has nothing to do with that. But I really am trying to drink less this year, which I'll, you know, talk about in the in the episode. But uh, the last thing I was going to say, oh, some recommendations. So really not that many things. I'm still reading the same two books I've always been reading since this podcast started, which You're like, where the crawdads sing, where the crawdads sing in atomic habits. I'm just still reading those. Dude, that was um, like one of our, like, that was like, I think the 15th episode, right? I know. Well, I started the book over because I was like, I feel like I was rushing through this because I just don't have a lot of like free time. <laughs> I just put other things in front of reading, like going to dinner with people and hanging out with friends and TikTok. And so <laughs> I am going to finish both of those books this month. I'm trying to read one book a month after that, which is like not that much. And, but it's more than I've done uh, ever anyway. Um, but what I recommend are two shows. Well, this isn't really a recommendation, but I've been watching sex in the city and I've never really watched it. Mm-hmm. And I know that they have the new like reboot, not reboot, but like, I don't know. I guess it's technically a reboot Yeah. on HBO Max. I haven't watched it. I've heard mixed reviews, but I'm not like a diehard Sex and the City fan. Like I, I know obviously what it's about and what it is, but I've, I've just now started watching it. It's did you watch it as watched. a kid? No, I never did. I was, I would have never been allowed to watch that as a kid. Yeah. I wasn't even I allowed to like what this says about me or my parents' parenting style but I watched that with my mom all the time well and that's so funny because it's like if my mom had watched it we probably would have watched it but like uh, as you can probably tell my mom had just took her first shot this new year's eve 
would never watch Sex and the City. <laughs> it's like even watching it, I'm like, I'm not going to put this on for anyone to just walk by because there's, as the name states, a lot of sex in the show. Is there? And, I don't remember that, but also I don't think I, I mean, really like, liked it that much. Yeah, like in every episode. Like as a kid, I was like. You're like, I, I don't get this. I don't care. I don't really get this. I don't really care. And it was just most yeah. like my mom would just have it on sometimes. And yeah, she, maybe like maybe I was sexualized a little too early because like these are the things that we used to I used to watch with my mom's kid. Sex in the City, The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Right. And like all these soap operas. Oh, OK. Yeah. I watched like Hannah Montana. Right. The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And then I also watched like um law and order (laughs) that is so funny well my mom was like never a big tv watcher and my dad would just like watch the news and like games like sports games and he watched like the office and that's how I started watching it when I was like 11 no that seems too early well I think you said eighth grade right literally how old are you in eighth grade like 12 no 14 13 13 ish 14 13 well, anyway, I never watched Sex and the City or really any like non children show until I was probably in like middle school. And then I watched like Gossip Girl, mm-hmm. Pretty Little Liars in high school. Like, but even those weren't like Gossip Girl was like the craziest show I watched. It's like it's questionable for a child. But um, <laughs> I mean, um, now, now kids are watching Euphoria. I know, literally. So it's like, what even, who even, doesn't even matter. And then my other recommendation, which is something that I just started watching. Actually, I feel like I have another one, but okay. I just started watching this show on Netflix. I was just looking for a new show to watch. It's called Stay Close. It's like a, it's just like one of those short, like eight episodes Mm -hmm. shows. And um, I didn't know what it was going to be at all. I just saw that it was in the top 10 and I was like, sure, I'll put it on. It's kind of following these like, three different disappearances slash murders that are all like kind of connected and all the characters just end up having all these like secrets and twists. It's like pretty interesting. I mean, it's based in the UK somewhere. I think it's pretty good. It's not like groundbreaking or anything, but it's, it's like a fun watch. If you're just looking for something like kind of suspenseful mystery thriller kind of and it's got like a lot of yeah it's like it's eight eight episodes so it's an easy watch I haven't finished it I just started it yesterday I'm on episode five I'm sure I'll finish it by the time this comes out but I would really recommend that if you're just like looking for a show maybe you have COVID everyone and their freaking mom has COVID right now so if you like just need some actually literally everyone and their freaking mom my mom's mom has COVID literally everyone and I feel like actually in the past month out of all the people that I know, more people have had COVID than not. Yeah, a hundred percent. Omicron just spreading so fast and so easily. Yeah. Thankfully, I'm, a lot more people are vaccinated, so I think it's like having a less severe effect on people, which is good. That's why it's obviously yeah really important and, to get vaccinated. And also, we're pushing I, it. <laughs> but I think that's why, like, I've been kind of anxious is because like a lot of people have just been like. It doesn't matter, but it really does. Yeah, like I don't think it's anything to be taken lightly in any way. And I know like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm over it, I'm over it. And it's like, well, it doesn't really mean it's over. And it doesn't mean you shouldn't take precautions. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't get vaccinated, especially if you 
are high risk and able to get vaccinated. And even though the vaccine doesn't mean that you can't get it or can't spread it, which sucks, it obviously means that you're at a less, a much less risk of being hospitalized. And therefore, hospitals aren't becoming overrun because of it. I've heard a lot of people be like, I don't understand, like vaccines aren't doing anything. It's like the whole point of the vaccine is not to prevent you from getting it. That's not what a vaccine is. It's to make it so that your body can fight it off if you do get it and fight it off in like a much more timely manner. And so people, I think what people aren't getting is like, if the hospitals fill up, Mm -hmm. it's not just COVID patients that can't go to the hospital. It's anybody. It's if you have a stroke, Mm -hmm. now you can't, now there's not a bed for you in the hospital. So I just think it's better to think about it in that way. And it's not about not being able to spread it because Omicron is spreading so fast. Look at New York city, you're required to be vaccinated there. And Omicron was running rampant. Mm -hmm. Like every single person there had it. Literally, it was like an ongoing joke that like everyone in New York has COVID right now. Yeah. You could not like avoid getting it. You didn't, if you didn't get it, you're some like wild unicorn, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so I think it's like people need to understand it's not about not getting it, not spreading it. It's about making sure that for people who could potentially get it or, or not even get COVID, but it's just making sure that it doesn't cause the same issue that happened last time, not last time, but like Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the pandemic where hospitals were obviously completely overrun. Mm -hmm. People were being, bodies were being put in freezer trucks, like just like crazy, crazy things, mass, like death, because you just couldn't put these people in hospitals. And so now it's like so much better in that sense. Although now it's like, okay, now medical workers are out because they have COVID Mm -hmm. and all this business. So it's just- I think Uh, there's a way to look at it. That's like, it's not really about, oh, I can't get it. It's about like these, this domino effect of like, okay, then what happens to somebody who needs to go to the hospital for something random and they can't go. Mm -hmm. And also it's so funny because it's like, I have a lot of nurse friends and like people who work in healthcare and they're like, what's so hard about working in healthcare is not like, like right now is like, not the fact that it's like a pandemic and there's so many sick people. It's like the fact that people will, some people obviously will deny the science behind vaccines all day long and say, I'm not getting vaccinated, vaccinated. I'm not doing this, not doing that. And then beg for the exact same science when they're in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they beg for the vaccine or they beg for something else. And they're like, this isn't going to help you now. Yeah. You already And they want, they, so then if they do end up going to the hospital, then they're like, please like save me. And they're like, we tried to do this a while ago and have you get vaccinated so that it didn't come to this point. This isn't obviously the case for everybody. It's case by case, but like mm-hmm. for the most part, people who are vaccinated are not being hospitalized. Uh, nearly majority. Nearly, like, uh, yeah. yeah majority wise anyway. And, and so that's why like every precaution matters. It's, it's going to add up. Like it's, it's very similar mm-hmm. to like environmental issues. It's like that little stuff does add up. And like, it's definitely, on the government to make those policy changes that really control it and, and make big changes that are actually effective, but the little things you do don't not matter. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's like, I think you might think like, oh, it's like spreading so fast. There's nothing I can do. It's like, well, you can wear a mask even if it's not required Mm -hmm. in a place or something. I don't know. Like, or if, or stay, if you've been exposed, don't like corn, you know, don't go out quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> and don't so quarantine. don't quarantine. Why would you? 
I don't really, I know we don't really like to get super like political or like biased on here about anything, but like, this is something that like really stresses me out. And well, and it's still like, thank a you big for deal. And it's, and it's a big deal right now, especially. And I think like it is hard because I don't know, it's like people, especially in Denver, like they're taking a lot of precautions. Like I've been working from home for the last few weeks. Like we we're really not supposed to be going into the office. Like, and I know it's hard because some people don't have that luxury, obviously like you still have to go to work and like people still have to go work at places that are open restaurants and all these different things. And so it's just like hard, I think. And a lot of people are struggling with it because so many people are sick. And so it -hmm. is really stressful right now. And I think that's totally valid. It's just hard, but I think like you're doing everything you can. And even if you were to get it again, I think that since you are vaccinated, it would be okay. But I mean, it is scary to think like, how's this going to affect me, you know? And affect like people around like long-term, long-term. And also like there's so many people who are old that come to my work and some of them mm-hmm. don't wear masks and I know they're not vaccinated right. and it sucks. Like, I don't want, I know that like it's on them to get vaccinated, to wear a mask and stuff like that. But I also, that doesn't make me feel better if I like, no, I mean, no, of like, course pull, not. like an old person because of that, you know? No, of course not. I just think we have to all understand like everyone who does go out in public without a mask unvaccinated knows that they're taking a risk you know that like someone coming into the library unmasked, unvaccinated, Mm -hmm. maybe elderly, it's like, those are all choices that they made. And I'm not saying it makes it any better. They made made a choice to be elderly. But you, okay. (laughs) (laughs) They know how old they are and they're not taking precautions. Mm -hmm. It's like, you've done everything you can. You wear a mask, You, but you have to work. You have to have a job. So it's like, I know, I don't want to be like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like that's not mm-hmm. obviously the message, yeah. but I just and think it's maybe not, like it's not on some me to stress off. Close the library because right or like like be like what am I going? What are you going to do? Quit your job? You know, like that's yeah. not really fair because other people won't protect themselves. Now you mm-hmm. can't go to work. Yeah, like, but it's, it's and it's also stressful. That's why I feel like I'm like really trying to get out of my job because like it yeah. feels like a lose lose. It really does. Yeah, especially with like being so stressed about it, it's like this isn't worth it for you no. and your mental yeah. health, you know? Yeah, it's really not. But- so I've been secretly putting in anonymous feedback to our website every day of like, I can't believe you guys are still open during this peak. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I can't believe you aren't requiring a mask. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, anyways, anyway. Um, so, like, where do you even go from here? Cause like, what a well, way to start the beginning of the year. I know it's crazy. It is actually a really crazy time with COVID. Like, like I don't, I a- don't feel like I could set resolutions. Like setting resolutions felt like something a psychopath would do. Oh well, come in. I'm a psychopath. Um, well, no, I think you, I think you said you didn't set resolutions. You said you well, specifically set intentions. Yeah. So that's why I said when we were talking about something, we we're talking about something and I was like, well, I just feel like I'm setting intentions. And really what I meant to say was like resolution to me doesn't really feel like a bad negative connotation. What feels like the negative connotation or the opposite of an intention is an expectation. Yeah. So I think today we want to like really talk about New Year's resolutions and how it's like the resolution is the overarching like umbrella. It's like, that's what they are. News resolution. Great. You know, whatever. That's how everyone knows it. And then you say, am I setting this resolution or this goal or whatever mm-hmm. as an intention or as an expectation for the year? So the definition of a resolution is a firm decision to do or not to do something. Right. So I feel like you can be determined to set an intention 
you can be very firm about setting an intention, but you could also be very firm about setting an expectation and one serves Mm -hmm. while the other probably doesn't, you know? Exactly. So that's like kind of what I was thinking when I was thinking about this episode, I was like, well, it's not really intention versus resolution. It's more resolutions. And then is it an intention Mm -hmm. or is it an expectation? And because people will, I mean, and no shade to anyone's resolutions, like literally set whatever goal you want, but people will set resolutions that are like kind of out of their control. Right. Like my new year's resolution is to get engaged this year. It's like, well, okay. Like (laughs) maybe. Or like even like lose weight. Like, right. It's like, especially like a number. It's like, you don't know how your body's going to react to the exercise. Mm -hmm. And And it's like, why, why wouldn't you just say, I'm going to set an intention to take better care of myself this year, Mm -hmm. whatever that means, eating healthier, exercising, uh, whatever it could be anything. And so you say, I'm not expecting this outcome and this outcome and this outcome that I'm going to lose 50 pounds, that I'm going to be a size, whatever you just say, I have the intention of being healthier. Mm-hmm. And that's just like a super common one. But I think we just kind of want to talk about how like resolutions can be stressful. Like this time of year can feel like, oh, I need to like reinvent myself. And this isn't like a new topic. Like everyone who does a podcast is talking about resolutions and like not, not, you don't need to reinvent yourself. And it's like, I guess we just kind of want to talk about like our own personal resolutions, how like what we want to leave in 2021 and what we want to um, can bring into 2022 and also like create in 2022. And then through that, just kind of talk about this idea of intentions and how that makes it less stressful and more like manageable. What do you think? I don't. You don't think? <laughs> So I was like kind of interested in this idea of intentions versus resolutions versus expectations versus like goals, because like, what does, where do you think a goal falls in that? I was like thinking about that too. I was just thinking about that actually, as I said it, because remember when we read Atomic Habits and I've actually been reading it for a year now. Um, (laughs) I've actually know Atomic Habits. (laughs) Yeah. Back and forth, baby. Um, but basically he talks about, (laughs) he talks about goals versus system implementation. And basically it's like, you can set a goal and say like my goal, like, think about this. Every single sports team sets the goal to win the game or win the championship, but not every single sports team reaches that goal. And it's like, what makes them different and what are they doing differently before the game or during the season leading up to the championship mm-hmm. to be the winners. So it's not about just saying like goals. My goal is to win. It's like, okay, right. what's, what are the systems you're going to implement behind that in order to make it happen? So if you want to learn more about that, mm-hmm. you can listen to our, what did Jackie say? 15th episode of Tomic Habits. Um, that's probably <laughs> something not like that, but uh, it's around there. I, yeah. I think it's like interesting because like goals and like the actions to get to the ends are like, they honestly have very little to do with each other. Yeah. And that's what's so funny is people be like, my goal this year is to, um, maybe it's to run a marathon. And it's like, okay, but the that's the goal, sure. But that doesn't really mean anything if you aren't training, doing like changing your 
habits, changing your schedule, changing your routine every day. You know, it's like there's all these little things. So maybe you start with something and we've talked about this before, but like something smaller or just thinking about like what's what type of what are a few like lifestyle changes that I want to make this year that are systems that will help me reach a specific goal I'm interested in reaching. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think setting goals is like bad. I just think they're basically empty. Yeah. Without the system, the actions and the system. Yeah. Yeah. The steps. So we'll start with the negative so that we end on a positive note. Just doesn't have to be negative, but what are some things that you don't want to bring into 2022? Things that you're like, I'm I'm okay to just leave that in 2021. Oh God, literally just the entire You're like the per- whole I'm a new person. Year. I'm just gonna like shed my skin and I'm a new person changing my name, moving to a different town. Oh, she's in the witness protection program now. <laughs> I'm in the witness protection she's program. She's leaving it all behind in 2021. <laughs> I am now a new gal. One thing about both 2020 and 2021 that has been like just an effect of the pandemic, but that I would really like to grow out of this year is this mentality of like just trying to make it through the day. This was like coming from a place of, I recently had the thought that I've lived a third of my life. So because I've lived so much of my life, like a third of it already, it like kind of hurts to think that a lot of that time, especially because of like depression and the pandemic has just been like, I need to get through this day. And that's like the majority of a lot of my days. It's like, once this day is be- will be over tomorrow might be better, you know? And like, of course I have like great days and like, everyone's going to have days like that. They just want to get through and are not, are isn't a good day. But like when the majority of your days are like that, it feels like you haven't really lived up to everything that you could be and that you're not taking advantage of like the short life that we're given. And so that, that mentality of just trying to make it through the day, I want to leave behind. I'm just going to leave that. I'm just going to leave that behind. Like, I'm just going to seize the moment. Carpe diem. Like that's not going to work, you know? But I think like, yeah, it's like, okay, that's maybe mm -hmm. that's the goal. What are the steps, you know? So you talk about the steps. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like it comes from making better mental and physical choices that overall help me take advantage of the day and not feel like, God, I just feel so terrible. I just want to like go lay in bed for the rest of the day. So that's something I want to leave back there this year. Even more than other years, I've really built up this fear of judgment online. I, If you like look at my Instagram for the last year, I posted very few times, like probably only a handful of times. Whereas like the years before that, I posted a lot more. And like, I'm someone that, first of all, I lose my phone all the time. And so a lot of pictures, I just like completely will never see ever again. I like Instagram because it's like a scrapbook of my life in a, in a way. And I can post what I'm doing every day and look back and be like, this is my life. I kind of stopped posting on Instagram because I was like so afraid of people's judgments. And then when I looked back at this year, I was like, I wonder like what my Instagram looked like for this year. 
it was so bare that I felt like, wow, it's hard to remember all of the like good times that I had. And maybe that's why I have this opinion that a lot of the days in my life, I'm just trying to like get through because mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time remembering all of the significant moments. And so I want to start like documenting those significant moments more so that I can have something to look back through at the end of this year. And even if people are like, why does she post all these? Or like that picture is like not great or whatever. At the end of the year, I'm going to be happier that I like have all of those than the feeling at the time of like, what if people are judging me because I'm posting this? Yeah. It's like more of your own personal, like memories to look back on, like what were the special moments to you that you wanted to share Mm -hmm. And you can like look back on that. I love that. I love like looking back through my Instagram story archive. Cause like, same like you, I don't post almost ever on my feed. And so it's always on my, but I post a lot on my story. I like to go back and be like, oh yeah, that was so fun. I feel like I post more special moments like on my story. So yeah, it's great. Like yeah, leaving like fear of, of just judgment in general. Judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And the, the last one was that a lesson that I've recently learned maybe more towards the end of the year was that because I've always been older than all of my friends and the oldest sister or the oldest sibling and the oldest cousin, all of that stuff, a lot of times I've had to kind of just like push through and try things for myself for the first time and fail a lot of stuff. And because of that, I always want to like help people who are help my friends or whatever, who are going through times that I'm going through and like give them like the advice that I would have given myself at that time. And I think one thing that I kind of want to leave in 2021 is the thought that like I can prevent bad things and like failure for other people. Because I think that one thing I've learned is that growth a lot of times comes out of their, out of the harder moments and like out of the failure. If I like try to prevent that stuff completely, I think it can, it can make it seem like, oh, I know what's best for this person when, when really I need to learn to like let other people make mistakes and let other people fail. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe even like let myself fail because I'm always trying to like make sure I don't fail as well. I can only do what's best for me. I don't know what's best for anyone else. So I like that one. Yeah. I like like that one too. Yeah. Those are those ones. I thought a lot about them because I had a lot of time, you know, I had, yeah, it's been, it's 10 (laughs) days in a January. So about this for a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What, what do you want to leave in 2021? Yeah. I've been thinking about this. I mean, I think about this all the time, like things I want to stop doing, things I want to start doing, but I feel like there's a few things that I want to be really intentional about, uh, kind of just leaving behind or taking steps to let go of and kind of to like piggyback off of what you said, what your third one was, which is like letting other people fail and letting yourself fail. I feel like for me, I want to just leave behind the fear of failure. That's a big one. I feel like it sounds like it's something that would be um, just a small part of your life. But if you have a fear of failure, it actually like affects every single part of your life because you're like, 
okay, I'm not going to try that thing. I'm not going to do that thing. I don't want to do that. Cause what if I fail? And it's like almost every little thing is tied to this fear of failure. And like, what would people think? Or what if it doesn't go right? Or like, how would I feel? And, and it really is like a huge weight on me. So I think letting go of the fear of failure and actually just like being okay with it, I think is more what I want to do. And then, um, another one I really want to leave behind is a binge drinking love to do a full episode on it, but not to say I'll never binge drink again, but just like regular binge drinking, (laughs) because I would say probably, I mean, I don't need to go into any like specifics, but I just feel like I binge drink more than I need to be at the age that I am at certainly less than a lot of people my age, but for me, it's too much. I heard this girl on a podcast say I stopped drinking because whenever I, it wasn't that something bad happened every time I drank, it was that every time something bad happened, it was because I was drinking. Mm-hmm. So it's like, which is so true. And again, I'd love to talk more about this, do a full episode, but I think about all the times that bad, pretty bad things have happened and that are like within my control and that like could have been prevented. They could have been prevented that a hundred percent of the time it happens mm-hmm. when I'm drinking. And, and not only that, it's like, you feel so much more shame because you're like, that could have been prevented. I don't even actually think those things or feel those things, or I would have never done that if I wasn't drinking. And it's just a lot of shame. And also it's a huge trigger to my anxiety the next day. It's just scientifically, like when you drink that much, all that's left the next day is anxiety in your body, because all you did was depress that part of your nervous system with Mm -hmm. alcohol. (laughs) So it feels good when you're drinking, of course. So for me, I'll have a drink and I'll be like, oh, I feel like a normal person feels with, you know, who doesn't have chronic crippling anxiety. Amazing. I feel so good. But then the next day, especially, I mean, if I binge drink the next day, it's like, terrible anxiety. Can't get out of bed. Can't do anything. I eat like absolute shit. Like this isn't a hot take, but like, it's really, really, really bad for you. It's like putting gasoline in your body. It's poison. Mm -hmm. Obviously I'm not saying, this is not me saying I'm never going to drink again or never going to binge drink again. Like there's always, there's times where it's like, oh yeah, like a couple times a year. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. was like, yeah, I'm going to drink a lot for X event, whatever, but doing it once every couple weeks is just like not it takes me that long to like mentally recover not like physically obviously but like let go of the shame of like the dumb things I did and I think I'm pretty hard on myself so when I drink or say something stupid when I'm drunk I'm like that's so embarrassing whereas other people probably like didn't even think it was dumb but it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks because I'm sitting there like I feel like such an idiot. And, and that's the important part. Yeah. There's a lot of negatives. So I feel like that's something I really want to cut back on. It's not good for my health. I'm trying to take care of, I'm trying to take better care of my body and, uh, yeah, alcohol is not helping. I actually haven't drinking since the new year. year? Yeah. Oh, go off. Not like, because I like it was trying, but because I was on oxy and you really, really shouldn't mix them. That is actually the takeaway of the day is if you just do painkillers, then you can stop binge drinking. (laughs) No, uh, it's that you should not mix alcohol with hard painkillers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, but maybe I should just keep going do a dry January since I'm already almost halfway there. 
Yeah. Whatever. Might as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another thing I want to leave behind. It's just like really not necessary for me. And I'm not shaming anybody who does it. I just think it's really, really unhealthy for me. Um, and I think the last thing I want to leave in 2021 are, um, just like limiting beliefs I have about myself. And this isn't, this is something that we've talked about before where you're like, I know you could do all these things if you just believed you could do them. And I'm like, so true queen kind of be me. And I don't know why, but I'm really working hard to be like, why like question my limiting beliefs, I think would be like the path to that goal is just being like, if I see something that someone else did maybe, and I'm like, I wish I could do that, but I never could, you know, you have a thought like that, which I think everyone has thoughts like that, except for like straight white men, they think they can do anything. But, um, (laughs) I think everyone has these limiting beliefs. Like breastfeed. Right. They just think they can brush. It's like, what is going on? I think everyone has these thoughts of like, you know, I could never do that thing. I could never look like that. I could never do that job or reach that goal. Mm -hmm. And just kind of having, taking a step back and being like, why do you think that? Or what, what, what proof do you have to back that up? Almost a hundred percent of the time, it's something I've never even tried. I'm mm-hmm. like I could never. It's like how could you possibly know, sis? And I think a lot of times when you see something like, and you're either jealous of that person or of what they're mm-hmm. doing, or you're thinking, I wish I could do that, but I never could. I think it's something you should listen to because a lot of times, well, actually, a hundred percent of the time that I'm jealous of someone, it's because it's showing me that like I'm interested in that thing. That Mm -hmm. thing sounds really interesting to me. Maybe that's even like something I could be passionate about, but I'm too afraid to try it because I think I would not be as good as that person that I saw doing it. And it's like, well, you didn't see all the progress it took for them to like get to that point. You can't put these expectations on yourself, full circle, Um, (laughs) like thinking that you're going to be just as good as someone who's been practicing it for longer than you have, especially if you've never done it. Anyone who's done it before is going to be better than you, but that's okay. It's like, there's, I've been reading this book called That Sounds Fun by Annie Downs. Annie F. Downs is her name. And she um, basically just talks about like the joys of being a beginner and like trying new things and just like kind of letting go of all this pressure of like, you have to be the best. And we have episodes that talk about this, but just think it's like one of those things that I want to let go of that, that voice in my head that says, I could never do that. Or it would take too much work for me to get there. It's like, but you know, just questioning those thoughts. Why do you, Mm -hmm. why do you think that? Or what, what proof do you have to back that up? You know? So yeah, I think that we talk about that in our episode about like starting a hobby, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, I I really liked that episode because it, it does talk a lot about starting a hobby, not for the goal of being good at it, but for the joy of getting pleasure out of an activity. Yeah. And it's almost like the fun of like, like exploring being it. bad at it at first. Oh yeah, you know? exactly. Because you're kinda yeah. Like, you think about, think about like when you watch a show and it's so good and all you wish is that you could go back and watch it for the first time, having never seen it. Why don't we feel that way about trying something new or, or taking on an endeavor? It's like, we're so like scared of being bad at it, but it's like, you would, you'll look back and be like, man, I wish I could go back and like relearn all of this for this thing I'm so passionate about whatever and it's it's like wouldn't you want to experience the excitement and the joy and the 
highs and maybe the lows and the growth of like this new thing. So I'm trying to kind of look at it more like that and just be like, honestly, just like leaving behind all this pressure that I put on myself. That's like the overarching thing. It's just like pressure to be good, pressure to be in the place that I'm not right now, pressure to have a relationship because I feel like I'm getting older and all these things. It's like, I'm not even 30. And, and not even about age, but you're not even at that point. I'm not, yeah, I'm not at that point. I'm not, it's not something that I'm in need of, or I don't know. It's not, I mean, that's just one example, but basically I just want to take the pressure off myself to be in a place that I'm not yet, or to be really good at something. I literally was in a meeting today for my work. And when we do, we have these monthly meetings and they'll announce among other things, but they'll announce um, people's anniversary, work anniversaries. So whoever started during that month of whatever year they'll announce, Oh, this person's been here for X amount of years. And I've been at this company about two years minus, like we broke up for nine months during COVID. And, um, (laughs) I, I always think like, man, like, I wish I knew as much as this person. I wish I knew as much as this person. And these two guys had their work anniversaries today. And there's been times literally where I've worked with these men on projects and they're architects and they obviously know a lot. And I'm like, literally beating myself up because I don't know as much as they know their work anniversaries come up. One guy's been there 24 years. Another guy's been there 33 years. I'm like, Hmm. sis, you do be comparing yourself to the wrong people. (laughs) These people could be your father. Mm -hmm. A, (laughs) like they've been at this firm as long as you've been alive. So the whole time you were like learning to be a person. Yeah. The whole time you were learning to be a person, these people were literally practicing architecture one thing yeah one thing like it's so crazy how I just saw this TikTok maybe I'll put it on the story I was talking to my sister last night about how I just feel like really stuck like I was just in a funk yesterday I was like I feel so stuck I'm living at home like I knew that this feeling was going to happen regardless of like how much you try to not let it happen it's like I'm living in Elizabeth Colorado like (laughs) let's just call it what it is and I you just feel stuck like I told her I was like I feel like I'm not doing anything important with my life I feel like you know, I'm, I'm single and I'm 27 years old. And it's like, I'm not really that concerned about it, but sometimes I get this stress of like, Oh my gosh, like I'm getting older. Like I'm almost 30. And it's like, okay, then you'll have all of your thirties. Then you'll have all of your forties. Then you have all of your, of course you never know. But like, we just think that life ends at like 25. And then after Mm -hmm. 25, we're like, God, we're so old. Like we missed the mark. Like we, we didn't accomplish everything we wanted to by 25. We've been adults for like what, six years. Like, okay. (laughs) It's just hilarious. And I know it's social media and like all these different things, because you Mm -hmm. see these people who are, you know, 16 to 24 and they're doing all these cool things and they're posting about them and they're running businesses and like they're influencers and they're models and they're on the bachelorette. And you're just like, these people are younger than me. You're like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, this is, it's just, this is the age where people who are younger than you are accomplishing more than you sometimes. Yeah. And it's what you see because Mm -hmm. people who are doing big things are more recognized, blah, blah, blah. Like Billie Eilish. What is she like? 20. Mm -hmm. Uh, but this TikTok anyway, this guy who was like 80 was was like, stop thinking this guy. I was just gonna say this guy who was like 80 was like, stop thinking that your life ends at 25. Like that is the craziest thing your thirties are amazing. And all these people in the comments were like, man, I'm, I was so stressed in my twenties, but it's actually the hardest decade. Like mm-hmm. 
it's actually so tough because you're just so lost and you think you're supposed to be at these places and you're not. And people around you are moving at different paces than you now and you're not used to that because think about being in school. Everyone around you, all of your peers are moving at the exact same pace at you, more or less. And they're all doing the same thing as you. You're all graduating at the same time. You're all going to college at the same time. You're all graduating college at the same time. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, this person's now engaged. This person's getting married. Well, this person has a baby. This person bought a house. And you're like, what am I doing wrong? Because you're, you think you have this mindset growing up that like everyone my age is doing the same thing mm-hmm. because they are. And then all of a sudden they're not. And then all of a sudden some people are behind and some people are ahead. I'm putting in quotes because of course there's no measure marker or anything. No, I I've been struggling with it so much. Like I said, it's like, I feel like, like my thought at the end of the year was I've lived a third of my life. Like, I don't right. want to think like that. I want to think like, whoa, I have so much more life to live. Like, well, I'm just getting started, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and like, that's kind of what I wanted it to be a motivator. Like I wanted to be like, okay, that was just a warm up for the actual, like main two acts, you know? Yeah. And like, I, there was a, a make your damn bed episode recently about, or where Julie was just like, I don't want to hear about child prodigies anymore. I don't want to hear about people who are 18, like, and famous. I want to hear about people who are 60 years old and finally figured out what they want to do and have become successful. I want to hear about 80 year olds who learned how to figure skate. I want to learn about 50 year old woman who opened up their own business. Like I want to hear about people who finally figured out what they wanted to do after living a lot of their life and have become happier than because of it. Right. Like, I think there's so much emphasis put on like being young and like, you can do so much when you're young, you're so full of life and you're so full of energy. And it's like, yeah, that's true. Biologically, like your body works a little bit better. And as you get older, you start feeling like you need a knee replacement every day. (laughs) I've heard. And (laughs) these old knees are not working like they used to. Um, And so there's all this emphasis put on that where it's like, I actually love to hear the stories like in big magic, where she talks about the lady who was like 90 and learned she became an expert in a, in a mm-hmm. language, I think, or, or, or no, no, in, um, uh, I know you're trying to, and like, it's something like history of yeah, like, like some sort of Egypt or, or something like that. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, and like it was eggs. some sort of yeah. historic research type thing became the, basically the like world one of the expert. leading expert mm-hmm. and it was like from when she was like 80 to 90 or something yeah. like that. Literally. And, and like when she started when she was 80 and she had become the expert when she was 90 because she had spent 10 years doing it, which is a yeah, really long a time long to be time. doing one thing. But like you think like, I don't have time for all this stuff. If you started today, like if I started one thing today at 37, I would be doing that thing for 10 years and I would yeah. only be 37. Right. Like, it's so funny because I think what we think is like, you see somebody like, for example, I follow this guy on Instagram, great guy. I don't know him personally, but he, he runs a company where he sells these rings that he makes and it's so cool. And he's so successful. He's like 24, maybe, maybe 23. And he's so young and he's so successful. And I think it'd be so cool to 
have a brand and sell a product that I'm really passionate about, but I see him and I make this completely false narrative in my head that because I'm older than him, I missed my chance to do it, which is absolutely not true. And yet our brain just like creates these false narratives of like, well, this person did it when at this age, like, oh, if I didn't have a song, a number one song on the charts at 17, like Olivia Rodrigo, uh, it's too late for me now. And it's like, it's really not. It's just not how it works. Anyway, all that being said, that whole derailment of the conversation, <laughs> I think is important because I think a lot of it people is feel that way. But yeah. And that's, like, and it's like the biggest thing that I want to leave behind. Mm-hmm. Because, I agree. Like this idea that it's right. like too late. And I feel like, cause we both turned 27 towards the end of the year. And I think when I was a kid, I was like, 27 is like, I will be married with kids, have a house, have a job, know exactly what I want in right. life. For some reason it was 27 exactly. And now that I'm 27, it kind of feels like I'm free, you know, like I don't have all these things that I need to do before I'm 27 because now I'm it and I didn't live up to that and I just need to let it go. That's crazy. Wow. This is going to be your year. Yeah. And, and like, like and, freedom. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it was really freeing because like, you know, I just took a step of going back to school. Something that cracks me up every year. This happens every single year in the past, you know, since social media has been big, maybe the past five, six, seven years is people will always be like, fucking bye 2021 what a nightmare that was a total shit show like and it's not just the pandemic like it's every single year people are like mm-hmm. oh every out, year fuck that year yeah and they did it like, in 2009 and they did it in 2020 and it right, was the same exactly and then it's like 2022 is gonna be my year there's this sound on tiktok that's going around that's like yeah 2021 was cute but in 2022 and then like the beat drops it's like a transformation whatever and i'm like this sound is going to be the exact same thing. And it's going to say, yeah, 2022 was fun, but 2023, I'm like, y'all don't be giving yourselves credit for the year. Like, yeah, yeah. we just talked about things you want to leave behind, but also I don't, I'm not sitting here being like 2021 was the most useless, stupid, terrible year of my life. And I'm not saying people didn't have terrible years. Every single year people have, someone has the worst year of their life. Someone has yeah. the shittiest but, things happening. But also them, but it's, it's like, like, how can you ever categorize a year into good or you bad yeah exactly it's just an like entire we about, year yeah we talked about this a couple episodes ago where we said you can't even categorize an entire day into yep. was your day good or bad unless it's into, like into obviously very day. terrible yeah yeah and doing that with an entire year is ridiculous it's and ridiculous it's like, and think about kind of unfair to to yourself yeah. to yourself to the time to the growth to the experiences it's like yeah, you might want to be like, ugh, done with that year. It's like, but also it doesn't mean anything. Calendars are arbitrary, but um, <laughs> they're like, okay, things are going to change. You're like, are they? are they? It's just so funny to me. Anyway. No, I, I totally agree. Think that. what you want, but I just think, think it's so that's funny. Like a, that's a good segue because that is the last thing we want to say about it, but that's also the last thing we want to leave in 2021. And I hope like people join us with that is stop saying that the year was hell. Yeah, like- worst year ever this year is going to be my year and then next year Mm -hmm. same thing feels like a lot of like just ungratefulness and again Mm -hmm. we're not we're not here to ever preach like positivity and or not I'm I'm sorry we're not ever here to preach 
only We're positivity. not ever here to preach. You know us guys. We will never preach positivity. No, we don't get us never... wrong. Things are terrible. <laughs> don't get it twisted. It's been bad this past couple of years, but we all know that. But like, we're not preaching toxic positivity in the way of like, just be happy and only be grateful for everything that happens. It's like, that's really not realistic. And we've talked about this before, but I think it's good. Jackie is still losing it. I think it's good to just like, look at it in a way of like, what can I be grateful for? What did I learn? Like, yeah, there were bad things. And you can always think like, I'm going to make this year different. And that's great. You should always want to be like growing and becoming a better version of yourself in, in some way, whether that's, you know, healing or, um, taking better care of yourself, whatever. It doesn't have to be like last year's version of me was shit. Next year's going to be way better. But anyway, I think you're right. We want to leave behind this mindset of like, screw that year. This is the year because it's the same thing. Every <laughs> and it's so annoying. It cracks me up. Like, <laughs> yeah, of course you like take a shot on New Year's Eve and you're like, peace out to that year. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, of course. Like yeah, there's always going to be crappy things that happen, but Stop generalizing Yeah, generalizing it in a negative way. Like, yeah, I don't know. So just because because democracy is failing and capitalism is ruining everyone's lives and there's a pandemic that's going around and hundreds of people a day are dying. That doesn't mean that the year was bad. Right, guys. Come on. Think about yourselves for (laughs) once. Um, (laughs) No, but you guys get it. Fine year. Yeah. We podcasted. Yeah, we did all right. Keep it in um, perspective. So we have a looking back years. on the year with with a kind heart. What, what were you most proud of? So I read so much. Like I probably read like a book a week almost the entire year. Mm-hmm. At least definitely from the second half of the year on. I like really made reading a habit. And like I've always been a reader, but like not to the point of like I read now every day for at least half an hour. It's, it's taken me off social media more. And I've also learned a lot from when I've been reading nonfiction books. I feel like I've really been good about forgiving myself this year, like not guilting myself when I'm not doing perfectly. Like if I'm depressed saying like, Hey, that's okay. Uh, if I don't get everything done being like, life is really hard. Like you're just trying to make it through the world, stuff like that, where I think I've actually become way more productive, way more happy, way way easier on myself and others just because I've been forgiving to myself. Obviously, I'm really, really proud of like taking an actual step towards a career by going to school. The last thing is just like sticking with something for an entire year, which this podcast. Yeah. Wow, like, what a great I'm, one to end on. That's like huge. There's rarely something I've done for an entire year. I totally agree with that. I'm like, we hit our one year in September and I'm so proud because just like I was saying before, it's like, yeah, our first episode, not the one that we released, the first one we ever recorded was not good. No. And if we had been like, well, we're not good at this. We're yeah, just going to quit. Let's just quit. Where would we be now? We, we, you guys would not be getting this subpar content every week. So just be thankful. Um, <laughs> anyway, I think those are all really great things. And I'm so proud of you for going back to school and for just like being gentler with yourself. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I just can tell even, and I can tell that you're like having more fun and just like, just enjoying things more just for what they are. Yeah. I think I've really been like, you know, the way things are is the way things are. So I need to find the enjoyment and like squeeze the enjoyment out of those things instead of like, just hoping that some comes my way because yeah, honestly, like in Being- the times of a pandemic like this and like the times of just like terribleness in the world, it is actually really hard for that good stuff to just come your way. Like you really do have to right. create it. Yeah. I think it's a lot about like being intentional about it because yeah. if you're just letting life happen to you, you will never have control of your life. And in fact, your life will never really like be your own mm-hmm. because you aren't taking the control back to say like, I have some sort of reign over my own life. And it's not just like the world is just happening to me. Yeah. Because if you thought that it would be like bad things only basically. Like I I've been feeling kind of trapped too in, in my job. The reason that I feel trapped is because I feel like I have no agency. And when you feel like you don't have any control over your situation, that is when it's extremely hard to be okay with your situation. If you don't like it, it, as long as you have control over your situation, I think that you can pretty much deal with anything. So I can't control that. My job makes me anxious because of of COVID, I can't change that. I'm not at the place yet that I want to be as long as I'm working towards that. And the agency comes from like what I can do every day to feel a little bit better within my own body, within my own mind, but then also like the steps to that taking a step to go to school is like a way to get me to feel less trapped. But if I just like wait for something like school to happen to me, it'll never happen. Like, right. I, I need to know that I have agency and act on that agency. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. <laughs> you don't even realize that you have it mm-hmm. until like you have to use it or until mm-hmm. like you're just pushed to a point where like you can't do it anymore. Yeah. But you do have it like all the time. Like, yeah, you have the ability to just like take a short course on right. anything or right. learn something like, new on YouTube. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So you have that ability to just like take even just 30 minutes of your day to just try something new or 30 minutes of your day to research something that might help you get into a different spot. But we just think like, for some reason we talk ourselves out of that. So, yeah. So we're not doing that in 2022. We're not, we're leaving that behind. So what are you proud of? In 2021, I feel like one is that I feel like I finally got on a really good exercise routine and I actually like not even routine, but I, I was a lot more near the end of the year, a lot more consistent with exercising, which I've always wanted to do. And I know that tons of people relate to that. And consistency is the hardest part. And so I really like stuck with it since probably like the beginning of November. And I work out like probably like on average four days a week and just like staying active has become really important to me and kind of to go hand in hand with that, something that's like less tangible. It helped teach me that the process is might be slow, but as long as you keep showing up, you will like see the progress. Mm -hmm. And so that's, and that I think not, that's true for like almost anything. anything or even just exactly. Fitness. Yeah. Yep. 
as an example, and I'm like, say you're someone who rarely or never works out, but you're like, I really want to. So you start working out or you start reading more or you start practicing an instrument or something, whatever it is that you're like, I've never really done this consistently, but I want to do it. So you do it three or four days in a row and because you've never done it three or four days in a row feels like a lot. And then your brain thinks I should be seeing progress. I just did it for so long or two (laughs) weeks. Say you get two weeks, you do five days a week for two weeks. And you're like, I just worked out for two weeks straight, five days a week. And I'm not seeing any results. And then you're like, screw this. I've done it for so long because you, because it feels so long because it's new and it's not something you're used to doing. Just like how a vacation, a lot of times will feel long. Like you'll be like, all these days have felt like we've done so much. And it's like, you have, because everything you're doing is new. Mm -hmm. So it's all these new experiences. And it's like, wow, I feel like we've done so much. Everything just takes time. And like we talked about in the atomic or not the atomic habits episode, but the habits episode where we talk about atomic habits, he talks about how it's like more of a exponential curve than like a linear line. So anyway, all that to be said, I just think progress is something that takes a lot more time than we think. But if you keep showing up and you keep being consistent with whatever it is, you will eventually see the results. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of like, kind of getting in the mentality that it's not so much about the results. It's more about like, what is it teaching you day in and day out about whatever, whatever it is you're trying to do. It doesn't have to be this linear perfection Mm -hmm. of progress. I guess the one other thing I'm proud of is just taking the steps like financially that I needed to, to really rein in my debt And so, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know me, I moved home, I'm living with my family, I'm paying off a ton of debt. And in turn, I'm just learning a lot of like Mm -hmm. self-control and like not spending money that you don't have. And like, and, and that was really hard. It was, it was tough. And like, I'm very impressed that you made, cause it wasn't just like, I'm just going to like budget more. It was like a complete you had to completely uproot your life in order to Mm. tackle this problem and you did it. Like you could have easily just like kept going that way. You could have been like, well, I'll just rein it in a little, but you were like, no, this is stressing me out that I have this. I think I'll be so much happier. I know that in the meantime, it's going to be hard, but like, it's going to make me better at the end of it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's really I'm really impressed that you did that because when we started this podcast, you were like, I am stressed about money and I don't have a budget. And Mm -hmm. from that to where you are now is almost a complete 180 to like healthier financial habits. Yeah. And I think like, just like you're saying, the key takeaway from that to kind of circle back to what we were saying before is like, it wasn't like I had, it wasn't like I said that on the podcast in September of 2020. And then the next day I had better money habits and all these different things. It's like, it's a year and a half later almost. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's taken a lot of different tiny little steps to get where I am now. And I just think it's really important to look back on progress you've made 
whatever it is. It might not be the progress you wanted to make. It might not be in the areas that you wanted to progress, but like just to understand how progress is made and that it is slow and it's consistent you can start to understand, like, even when it feels like you're not making progress or that you could never get to that place, you could never do that thing. Is it going to happen overnight? No, but you 100% could do it. Mm -hmm. It would just take consistent small steps. It doesn't have to be, oh, tomorrow I'm going to be running a successful business. It's like, no, that's not going to happen, but you could take one little step to be doing the next thing. Or like, just like you, you're like, oh, I took one little step. I applied to go back to school. That was your, what was one little step. And then it wasn't even that. Like the first thing I did was Googling what jobs can I get without having to go and get a master's degree. Right. It's literally just like what researching one thing. Yeah. What jobs would be good for my type of personality. Right. And now look where you are going back to school next week or this week when this comes out Mm -hmm. for something that you really love. And next thing you know, you know, in five years, you'll be like, wow, yeah. I've taken random little steps every day, but like, it's not like the day you Googled what jobs can I get as a graphic designer without a graphic design degree that you then just like got one of those jobs and were Mm -hmm. moving up and up in your career. Like, yeah, no, it would take, it takes time. And I think that's the biggest thing is like giving Like, I think just a big takeaway from this whole conversation is like understanding that you do have time and it is okay that things happen slowly and we're not old because we're 27 and we're not out of time because we're almost 30. And like, just knowing that progress is slow, but it will happen, but you have to be intentional and take agency back over your life. Wow. I really thought this Full conversation circle. was all over the place, but it feels no, like it maybe wasn't. I think it's really not <laughs> all over the place, but it is really long. So we're going to, we're going to head into our, our last thing about what our personal intentions are for 2022 and yeah so that being so, said what, what are, are your, your intentions, intentions for 20 <laughs> jinx i'm so bad at this my, I have a list, my intentions for 2022 is to jinx people more so that i can yes. drink some more sodas um, i guess I'll, I, do so you want me you, to go you first start. yeah <laughs> why don't you start jackie what are your intentions so, for the new year i talked about this but i want to post more so that i can remember my life more I want to just share things that I'm proud of and I can do that on social media. I don't want to spend a lot more time on social media, but I want to remember my life a little bit more than I'm doing. I want to work on my overall overall health. I had a lot of health problems last year. I felt like I was constantly braided by health issues. And literally you were. <laughs> yeah, I lit- I was like every every time I would finish with one health issue, I had a new health issue. I think I really want to work on my overall health and understand more about what like actually makes me feel the best so that I can stop like just getting through the day because I don't feel good. And then the last thing is that I really want to just let creativity take me wherever it wants to go. If I want to paint something, I'm just going to fucking paint something. If I want to like refurbish a piece of furniture, why the fuck not? I want to take a pottery class this year. I want to design things for graphic design, not just for my classes, but just because it excites me to be able to create something and to be able to put my emotions and feelings into a project. 
I feel like a lot of times I don't do that stuff because I'm like, I don't know how, so it's not going to be good. That's not the point of like expressing creativity is that it's good. The point of expressing creativity is that it's cathartic. It feels good. It's fun, not for it to be good, not to impress other people for sure, not to make money off of it. It's really, it's for yourself. So at the end of the year, I want to look back and be like, I feel proud of all of these like fun projects I did. And I feel like I got a lot of joy out of them. So that's, that's the things that I'm setting for. Those are the intentions I'm setting for 2022. Mm -hmm. Kind of just a quick run through. What about you? I think my, my intentions for 2022, a big one is to spend more time outside there are literally days where I don't go outside. Like I have actually not been outside today because I'm working from home and I <laughs> got like, up. I'm going to spend more time outside in 2022. It is I'm 2022. Like, I, haven't I haven't been outside. <laughs> I literally haven't been outside today one time. So it's pretty easy to do. I think it sounds crazy to some people because people who commute or people who like go to work somewhere that's not at their house. But if you work from home, it's actually so easy to not leave the house all day. Mm -hmm. I literally haven't even stepped outside today. So more time outside is a big one. Um, I want to like do more outdoor activities, try more outdoorsy things. I always have this idea of myself that I want to be like an outdoorsy person, but I don't do anything outdoors. Not never, but like it's not something that I make a priority. So I really want to make that a priority this year. I want to pay off my credit card debt, <laughs> um, which I definitely think is a goal that I'm going to reach, which is exciting. I want to, like you said, I want to have more creativity too, just like boundless creativity of like, it really doesn't matter if this aligns with literally anything. And you know what? Just a quick wreck. If you guys are interested in this creativity and like not caring about anything except for just doing it, you should watch the episode on Netflix of the mind explained mm-hmm. is what the show is called. There's the show called explained and it's more about like tangible things. Like, I don't know, like I think it's dogs like, explained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's like, there actually is one about dogs. Um, and then there's like the mind explained, which is like more like mental things. So creativity is one of them. And I watched, I watched a bunch of these episodes the other day and they're all really interesting, but the creativity one was really cool. And it was just like people doing the most obscure shit and it was so cool. So definitely check that out. Um, so more creativity with less restrictions. Mm-hmm. And um, I really want to learn more and practice photography and videography. And just mm-hmm. like. Um, oh, that actually reminds yeah, like me media. So of, of a wreck. I totally forgot. we were. I was going to ask you about it was Indy's new video. Indy's video. That's my biggest wreck of all time. Every year, okay, <laughs> my biggest wreck of all time is Indie Blue. Indie <laughs> Blue Severe, a angel on earth. Um, my favorite influencer to follow on Instagram. She's just the best. And she makes these year-end videos. Sorry. Every year, they're just so good. Yeah, they're literally so good. They make me cry every year. Every year. Have she just has no, this was... way with storytelling. She's just so good at videography. The biggest thing for me is I just want to like, 
really put time and effort into things that I'm interested in, but I actually don't prioritize. Mm -hmm. And I know it's hard to make time for certain things. Like I'm also really interested in reading more. Like I said, I want to read one book a month, which I feel like is a honestly kind of a lofty goal for me, but we're going to try it. And um, less screen time just Mm -hmm. in general could be social media, watching TV. What I mean, I really like shows and movies. So like, I'm not totally trying to limit that as much, but really like wasted time on meaningless scrolling. Yeah. Um, and also like maybe more meaningless watching too. Cause it's like, you don't yeah, need to watch like the same things all the time over and over yeah. and like devote all your attention to it. Like, right. okay, like you if, wanna... if you're going to use TV time, like maybe use it to watch something that you're really interested in watching. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like something new. And like, so I think those are my main things. I have other little things, but those are like the big things. So going into 2022 strong and I can't wait to like revisit these things at the end of the year mm-hmm. and see what we did and actually be able to be like, wow, I made a lot of progress on those things, you know, interested in seeing my progress. And I'm not really expecting to like be the best at something, or I'm not expecting to have even done all of these things, but I just want to see like what progress can be made in a year. Mm-hmm. One thing that has been worth having a podcast is being able to like mark that change to mm-hmm. see that happen from year to year and like not only the growth of like how we've gotten better at podcasting because I think like this episode that we just recorded has probably been one of the best episodes that we've ever done and I'm really proud of this and like I bet if we listened to our first like three episodes it would sound horrifying like actually horrifying (laughs) because of how much we've grown which is like awesome that's awesome and like that we can like go back and listen to the episode that we released at the beginning of this past year and be Mm -hmm. like, what were we working on then? Yeah. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. I I really want to go back and listen to it. I don't ever really listen to our episodes. I don't either. (laughs) But I think it's like, like, it's because I don't want to take my own advice, honestly. Yeah, I know. Um, But, but I know I think it guys best advice ever. (laughs) I won't take it, but you should, but you should. But I think like looking back at like where I was a year ago, that's more of like looking at the podcast, like Instagram almost of like, where was I a year ago? But you, you can know? really like hear your thoughts. Like I, mm-hmm. I want to actually go back and listen to it because I have no idea what I even said. It's called yeah, Hindsight 2020. You. Yeah. If anyone wants to listen to it. I think we talked more about like how 2020 kind of like changed us, but mm-hmm. I think we definitely talked about like what we wanted for 2022. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us for another year mm-hmm. of life yeah, and so good stuff for our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> And we we're do, happy to be here. Yeah, we hope that this year has been good so far. And mm-hmm. I hope that everyone else has set good intentions. And if you've already fallen off that train, well, it's a new year today. Listen yeah. to this podcast. So, so you can start today and it's okay if you start on January 15th. It's a fine. It doesn't yeah. really matter, you know? Yeah, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Calendars are fake. Well, we love you guys so much. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram at So Good So Far Podcast. You can find me at Nicole Pilgreen. You can find me at Jackie Zadik. We'll be back next week. We have a great episode with a really great guest that we're so excited about. Mm-hmm. 
and it's been so So good so far. A man who doesn't even listen to the podcast calls during every single episode. <laughs> every single episode. I think he does it on purpose, honestly. <laughs>